2: Hello hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Andrew Musgrove and today joined by Lee Ryder and two special guests from Liverpool, Echo in Joe Rimmer and Alistair McRae. Um, A big game this weekend. Thank you very much, lads, for joining us. Our
3: pleasure.
2: I mean, it is a big game. It's a game Liverpool really do need to win. Um, How much um, do you think last night's result against Barcelona? Obviously, 3-0 defeat in the new Camp. How much will that impact on Saturday's preparations for Jurgen Klopp?
4: I'm hopeful there will not be any hangover. I don't think there will be um, from the players. Um, I think there's so many positives to take out last night's performance. They they, they played very, very well. They they just got Lionel Messi, if you like. He he just stepped up and and took the game away from them. But Liverpool can't afford now to to, um, take their, their focus off this Newcastle game. It's massive. Arguably, it's bigger than the Champions League. The Premier League is the holy grail for Liverpool supporters. So um, I'm sure they've just landed back in Liverpool recently, so I'm sure they'll be focusing on that straight away. And um, I don't expect them to take their eye off the ball. They, they will be desperate, desperate to win this game.
3: I think Liverpool are used to playing huge games week in, week out. But you know the human condition being what it is, I, I think there, two things could happen. One is there will be sort of heightened determination to win on Saturday, given that realistically it's their last chance. You know to turn over a three-nil deficit against Barcelona. Well, you'd have to evoke Istanbul all over again, and that's going to be an incredible long shot. So realistically, they have to beat Newcastle. That will lead to uh, heightened determination, but also potentially heightened anxiety which could backfire. Also, you know, they're not going to have the rest time, Newcastle did, and they're going to be playing, you know, as, um, after giving everything in the newcap, where they really did put on a great show despite the results. So, there may be a physical as well as a psychological deficit. i
2: And mean, on the flip side up here at St James's Park, Lee, it's, it's Rafa Benitez, potentially his last uh, home game for Newcastle United, potentially uh, Salmon Rondon's last home game as well. So there's going to be players and, and obviously the manager with a bit to prove um, and it's going to be a really, really decent atmosphere, hopefully, especially given the 7.45 kick-off.
5: Yeah, it's a huge game for Newcastle as well, but in a different sense, obviously Liverpool are playing for the title, Newcastle are playing in some ways, to, to keep the manager and the crowd will be making their feelings known in this game. Um, they'll show, show the love for Rafa Benitez. Uh, he'll be fired up to, to win this one as well. Uh, it's unfortunate circumstances in many ways because he's obviously a legendary Liverpool boss, uh, but suddenly he's standing in the way of Liverpool's probably best chance to win the title in 29 years. So it's it's going to be a tough game um, for Newcastle, but I think they're going to be in the mood.
2: So a question to all three of you, to so just chip in when you feel like it. But Rafa Benitez, obviously, massive history at Liverpool, still adored, still adores Liverpool. Um, a lot of people are wondering what his mindset will be going into this game. I mean, I don't want to assume what you guys think, but I think, from my point of view, he's not a man who wants to lose any game, despite what it might mean for Liverpool's title uh, challenge.
3: I think there's another dimension to that, Andrew. That, you know, I'm here in Liverpool as someone who's been a Newcastle fan from Newcastle. I've been here for 50 years. I've been in Liverpool for 25 years, a Newcastle fan for 50 years, so I, I'm trying to see both sides of this. Um, Rafa adores Liverpool football club but he's a very, very proud man. And I think his own reputation means more to him, even than Liverpool Football Club or Newcastle United Football Club. Um, I think one thing Rafa would find it very difficult, it would be that if Jurgen Klopp did something winning the premiership, that he couldn't. And you know, I, I think you know, the professionalism that Rafa obviously has, and he's is much closer to him than I am, um, w- would suggest to me that that allied to the need to be uh, Rafa Benitez preeminent amongst managers of Liverpool w- w- would make the game something Rafa would be desperate to get something out.
4: Yeah, I also think, just speaking as a Liverpool fan, one of the reasons why Dante loved him is he's, he's a fighter and. He fights for the club that he's at. He gives everything and I uh, think he's echoed those sentiments at Newcastle. He will fight for Newcastle, and now his focus is fully on Newcastle. So, um, if he's determined to win the game, um, I'm sure you know he'll take no pleasure in seeing Liverpool fans upset since they missed out in the Premier League, but he will, he's, he's all about Newcastle. He's all business traffic.
2: Do you think Liverpool fans will understand Obviously, if Newcastle do beat uh, Liverpool on Saturday? They'll, will they hold that against Rafa Benitez in the future or will they understand he's the? this is the kind of man he is, he wants to win every game of football he plays? No, they will won't, they won't hold it against him, but for, for most
4: Liverpool fans Rafa gave them the best night of their lives so they will always have that. I, I think they will be hugely disappointed but it won't be that they will be Rafa it will be disappointments.
3: I think it's worth mentioning too that, that you know Rafa obviously revered for Istanbul winning the Champions League but, but people in Liverpool also see the work he's done and continues to do. The things like the Hillsborough course, you know, the stuff he's done with the families has been remarkable. He remains very sort of wedded to that cause. I was talking to Margaret Aspinall, one of the Hillsborough family leaders, the other day. She's still talking about the day Rafa flew her up to St James's Park in a helicopter to watch the Newcastle-Liverpool game. You know, he really does a lot above and below the radar for good causes in Liverpool. So the sort of Rafa Benitez-Liverpool legend is about far more than Istanbul in 2005.
2: Oh, most certainly, and we see that kind of impact here on Tyne side as well with all the, the charity work he does. But Lee, it's kind of, it, it was always kind of written in the stars, wasn't it, that this it should probably happen that it could be Rafa Benitez's last game. It could be the game that writes off Liverpool's title challenge. Um, it's not one that many Liverpool fans will want to, the predicament Liverpool fans would like to find themselves in because they know that Rafa Benitez can get the best out of a Newcastle side, which on paper of course is, has less quality much less quality than, than the Liverpool side but we've seen Newcastle beat City we've seen them take other big clubs close to the line and Liverpool fans will know that Rafa Benitez can get the best out of this Newcastle side and can beat Liverpool on Saturday
5: Yeah they'll be motivated and I think you only have to look at the Manchester City game back in January where Newcastle worked so hard that night and they caught Man City on a bit of an off night in some ways, because uh, Man- I think Man City thought it was going to be easy when they went 1-0 up after only a few seconds in the game. Uh, Newcastle came back uh, to win it and it was an unbelievable atmosphere. I think it's going to be very similar it- on Saturday evening. A um, bit of an odd kickoff time for a Saturday, but you know I'm sure Newcastle fans will make a day of it and they'll be you know, by the time seven o'clock comes, it will be you know it will almost be like a Champions League style atmosphere. Um, so that for for me is gives as a Newcastle fan gives me like hope that they can get a result in this game. Part of me thinks it could end up being a draw, which is probably no good to Liverpool. Um, but realistically uh, Rafa will have this team fired up there's people with points to prove you've got Rondon you've got Shelby against his old club I spoke to him earlier in the week and you know he said he regretted leaving Liverpool um, but at least they gave him a chance eventually to get to another big club in Newcastle uh, he now will be fired up for this one I'm pretty sure he'll be looking forward to the, the occasion uh, so there's a lot of plus points for, for Newcastle but you know Liverpool We've watched them all season. They've been fantastic. They've got world-class quality around the pitch. I just think that maybe the fatigue factor, um, you know, the fact they played Barcelona so close to this game and lost and might be a bit down, it might be on the mind. I don't know. They might come out all, all guns blazing, but I just think that the proximity of the two fixtures just could give Newcastle a, a sneaky chance. I mean,
2: coming into this game, Liverpool are on a a great run of form. Um, But surprisingly, I didn't realise this. Newcastle have only lost one of the last seven home Premier League games against Liverpool, and that was the 6-0 back in 2013. Um, But I guess even though Liverpool do come into this game having won uh, the last seven Premier League matches and they've scored 20 goals, only conceding five, I think it's their um, longest current unbeaten run in the Premier League, the weight of the occasion um, do you think that will affect Jurgen Klopp's team?
4: Yeah, I don't think so I think uh, there's been so many high pressure games this season and, and pretty much every one of the last say 15 games has brought its own pressure so I, I don't think the occasion will get for them um, you know I, I think Benitez is capable of doing a job on any team but I, I really found team before. I think the way they went and played in the, the new camp I think Fatigue might be a little bit of a factor, but I expect a few changes. I would expect Lovren, and Alexander Arnold and perhaps a change in midfield as well. So I think there will be fresh legs. Of course, Roberto Firmino will probably start having not started in Barcelona. But there will be fresh legs. And I, I think Liverpool, there's a belief about the Liverpool side that, that hasn't been in the past in other sides that I've seen challenging for leagues. And they, they believe they can go anywhere and win. And, and they've lost one game this season. For a reason, it's because they're a very, very difficult side to beat. So um I don't think the occasion will get to them. Um, whether they have a special plan and um, out-tack spot we'll see. But I don't know. I don't well, that's, that's a really interesting,
3: interesting, interesting point. I mean, like, like, let's make no mistake about it. Liverpool are a far better team. Great respect on Newcastle team for staying up with the score of the players they have, but there's not a single. Newcastle player, I don't think will get in this Liverpool first eleven. You might say Spasenčić is best; he's a better player than Joe Battin. That That's the only possibility I can see. However, the X factor in all this is Rafa Benitez, and that's that stat you, you read it earlier about Newcastle not losing to Liverpool at home is really interesting. And I think was it last season before when it ended up with. with Salah and Mane actually being substituted for St James's Park because they got just tied and knocked by the way, to need set Newcastle up. So you know the, the, the Rafa thing is is Newcastle's best chance of pulling something off. And if you add Rafa's determination, Rafa's expertise, and to the physical and perhaps psychological deficit Liverpool might evidence, then you really have got a decent game.
2: Um, so you're saying no Newcastle player um would get into that Liverpool starting lineup and we could we probably agree with that but Lee, on the other side um I'm going to ask you who's the main man that Newcastle need to keep quiet we could name several couldn't we for
5: Liverpool I mean yeah I mean Salah, Mane, you know they've they've got so much quality in abundance I mean the, the good thing with Liverpool is they can pay 75 million pounds for a center back that's probably worth more than Newcastle's whole squad. So that's the levels we're talking about. It will be uh, a, a bit of a sort of uh, giant killing act almost if, if Newcastle can get a win. Uh, it was a giant killer act when they beat Manchester City. Uh, I know they're in the same division. I know they're both big clubs, but mm-hmm. Newcastle have, have hardly spent anything. The star man in terms of money, is, Almiron, isn't going to play in this game. So it, it's going to be a team that's almost kind of been cobbled together for these last few games of the season but but still you, you've seen them at Brighton they control the first half and no we're not playing Brighton but the, when they've got a game plan in their heads they seem to be able to you know dominate teams in, in their own way whether it's by sitting back or the counter attack um, depends on the way Rafa kind of sets things up but I, I do think that he, he will he, he, you mentioned there that you know he had them in knots last season in this game when it was one one and Hostler of all people scored in the game. Uh that's that's what Rafa can do. He can put a game plan out there and he can challenge people to go out and, and make themselves heroes and um this is an opportunity for them to do that. Well certainly I mean how do you guys think Klopp will
2: approach this game? Will it be all out? Will it be a bit of patient builder? I mean um looking at him looking at the, the way the side's played over the past few months um, how do you think he will approach trying to tackle Rafa Benitez?
4: I think he'll. I think he'll look to try and have a fast start, try and quieten the crowd a little bit, like, like you say with the, the kick off being later. I think that that plays into Newcastle's hands because St James's Park will be up for it. it. Will be a night atmosphere style game, so I think that the whole will need a quick start and try and put Newcastle on the back foot, keep the ball. Um, but they're not the sort. of and it's almost become a clock cliche, but the rock and roll style football that perhaps fans have seen in the past. But This team's a lot more of a controlling team, they, they keep the ball for long periods and they, they can grow into games later on. So I think Liverpool will look to take the sting out of the early goals, try and keep hold of that ball, not, not allow Newcastle to, to aim long balls up to, to on, and, and perhaps try and get an early goal. But if they don't get an early goal, there's, there's confidence that they can go on and win this game later on. So. Um, I think it will all be, be all about keeping the ball for Liverpool. and They've done that so well this season on the road that it fills you with confidence.
3: I think the, you know Liverpool will be feeling it in their legs after the Barcelona match. I, I think they might go out to try and blitz Newcastle in the first 30 minutes, something like that. and Maybe be able to take the foot off the gas and maybe a couple of the, the top players off towards the, the back end of the second half. I think, you know, if they do that, it's just a real shame that Almiron's not playing because, you know, he's like shit off the stick, isn't he? And, and if Liverpool do throw a lot of men forward early to try and win the game, that space, you know, behind their midfield is something Almiron could have exploited. I'm not sure I see where Newcastle's threat is coming from against Liverpool without that particular well,
2: do you Will the fact that Manchester City play on Monday against Leicester um, will that add more pressure to Liverpool do you think that you know they've they've got to win the game but given the fact that they won't know if City have lost or, or won because the game isn't until Monday will that add, put added pressure on them?
4: Um, I, I think so I think this, this this is massive. Liverpool can't even draw this game they have to win so I think that there is a lot of pressure going into this run and I don't know I think Liverpool now just they've got to concentrate themselves I think there's a feeling around supporters that if they aren't mm. they going to drop points now so um, for Liverpool it's all about just going out and get that result and yeah I think there's pressure but as I said before they haven't really let it get to them at all this season I've been impressed by the way they've dealt with high pressure games and, it, and those, those types of games even looked at it and thought they could wobble in, they could draw they could even lose they've, they've been strong they've held on and they've always found ways to win so um, it does have its own pressure um, but I think Klopp has his team so well focused that they won't be listening to anything from outside. It will all be about winning
2: that game on Saturday night. Just before we let you guys go, uh, what is the opinion of Rafa Benitez and Newcastle United in the contract situation, the perceived lack of backing from Mike Ashley? What's the view of fans in Liverpool? Do they pay close attention to how Rafa Benitez is getting treated up here in the northeast?
3: Yeah, I mean, as we talked about earlier, Benitez is a folk hero. He still has a home on the side. You know, when I have my mates from Newcastle down, I take them on the Rafa Benitez tour. I say, this is where he goes for dinner with his wife, and this is where his Mrs. Blaine's golf, and that's where his house is, and that's where he walks his dogs and stuff like that. And I could charge them for it. They like it that much. And here it's the same. People just adore it. Um, they think that, you know, how can Newcastle have got it? Situation where they have this absolute gold bar under their bed, and they're prepared to let it disappear. Um, it's incredulity that Newcastle can get Rafa Benitez and allow him to go.
2: Yeah, more certainly, I think uh, many Newcastle fans, if not all, share that. Um, well, thank you very much, guys, for joining us. And um, before we let you go, just a quick ask that you give us your score predictions. I've got
4: to say, I think the ball in the game. I think. Do you know what? I think Newcastle could get an early goal and I think perhaps there could be a little bit in it, but then a, a back of some 14 to, to come through,
3: so 2-1 Liverpool. I can see Newcastle scoring, I can see sort of on going through the back of Matip and, and getting on at the end of one in the box. Um, Liverpool to win
2: 2-1. Fantastic. Well, like I say, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Feed your brain with ideas from the Cheerful Book Club. You'll find us on the excellent ACAST app or wherever else you get your podcasts.
0: ACAST is home to the biggest podcasts from Ireland and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: So there we have the opinion of the guys down at the Liverpool Echo. Um... Not overly confident, but not overly worried by Newcastle United. And I think that's maybe when Rafa Benitez's side really come out and and do their best because no one expected them to beat Manchester City. I know we keep going back to that result, but no one expected it. And Newcastle didn't just deserve to win. They probably deserved maybe another goal on top of that. I think given the occasion, given there's going to be a flag the size of the Gallagher, traffic permitting if the guys get back from from, uh, Poland, in the atmosphere given that there's going to be a bit of alcohol as well probably consumed during the day I mean it's going to be a a brilliant atmosphere it's going to be it's going to be sending a message to my Ashley about Rafa Benitez and while the world's attention is all on Liverpool this is a really good opportunity for Newcastle to flourish for Rafa Benitez to show what he means to the hierarchy but also maybe for any potential investor to say well look there's Liverpool that where, that's where they're at. But look what you could have here if you just maybe stump up the money and pay Mike Ashley 300 million for this club. Yeah, I mean, we're,
5: where do you start really with it? Because we're now, you know, end of this week and and still nothing has been sorted with, with Rafa's contract. When I say nothing's been sorted, there's been basically no agreement. Um, the offer that Newcastle have given to him it, it remains on the table. They think it's a good offer. In that it would give makes him one of the top ten paid bosses in the Premier League. Uh, gives him the chance to continue to to manage in the, at the top level in England. It means he can you know go and see his family. So it, it, they think it's a good deal for for him. They also you know are prepared to throw some money at him. Um And this is now where where it gets a little bit. It becomes a bit of a grey area because. Some money in the past has been, you know, you have to make it case by case for each player. It took a long time to sign Almiron in January. It took a long time to sign Lejeune, for example, a couple of summers ago. Um, Rafa wants things to move quicker. It's it's so frustrating for from, from the fans' point of view, from your point of view, from my point of view, from, from, from everyone's point of view. Um, but, for Rafa he wants to build something in Newcastle um Mike Ashley's side are are basically saying yeah we want to build something too but we want we want to build it gradually and and I think that's where the difference is Rafa's ready to go now and push on for the top eight. they want to do it over 3 to 5 years and at the minute um the two, the two two parties just aren't close to an agreement
2: now the other game that gets mentioned a lot when we're talking about this Liverpool game is the Spurs, the 5-1, because, again, that was a game where Newcastle fans came out in their droves, sang their hearts out for 90 minutes, and, and it really was the turning point for and he, he admitted that that was what won his heart. He, you know, he said, those fans, how can you walk away from that? Yeah. He's now at a stage where, while that might play a part, the general understanding is that he's probably going to let his head rule his heart because, as some would say, some would argue, he's had his fingers burned Many times, and 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 while the Gallagher and the, and the Lisa singing the heart, out, it is is going to sound wonderful, and it will pull on the heartstrings. It's not a guarantee of 50, 60 million to spend in the summer, which is what Benitez
5: wants. Yeah, it's you know the fans will make him you know feel loved and, and welcome, but as you say, will that be enough to keep him this time? It was it was enough with it on the Tottenham game, as you say, but for. For Lee Charnley and Mike Ashley, you know that they, they seem like they're not going to budge with with what's on the table. There's certainly not going to be a hundred hundred million or hundred and fifty million pushed his way. He said he's not asking for two hundred million. So, quite what he's asking for um, will we, we'll remain behind the scenes. But look, when you've got a manager like Rafa Benitez, you know that in the summer, if he's got a certain amount to spend, then. He is able to attract a marquee signing. Uh, he is able to bring in an impressive name. Oh, Newcastle probably need you know four or five good signings this summer. and He's capable of, of getting all those in place. But you know, it's political. It's a political battle. It has been for a while. Uh, it's been going on for the best part of eighteen months, really on and off. So we have to wait and see. the The only positive, the only positive you can take from it is one way or another we're going to be either you know put out a misery or we're going to be celebrating in the street that Raff when is staying so we'll 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 find out soon enough um two games coming up Liverpool obviously be great to sign off with a win at home and then Fulham you'd be disappointed if they went down there and didn't get the three points with Fulham having such a poor season but you know funny things happened in, in last game so i'm sure we'll have plenty of time to talk about Fulham next week I mentioned for Wijnaldum, he obviously returns to James's Park.
2: Uh One of those which I don't think anyone really begrudged the fact he left in the end, because we I think everyone could see what a talent he was. Um He was always destined for for, for top top four, really. It's shame it wasn't with Newcastle, but he's really come out of his shell this season. He, he's and he is a major part of Jurgen Klopp's side, and I suppose the frustration for Newcastle United fans is that Newcastle United had him there they had him a team kind of built round him and it all went to pot under Steve McLeod and Rafa Benitez came in couldn't save it um, and now we see him flourishing him in the Champions League battling for titles and what a player Newcastle had on their hands
5: Yeah he was a fantastic player in the first half of that season he obviously the second half though the when it became obvious we were going to be in the relegation battle for me he disappeared quite a lot so it's 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 great that he's doing well at Liverpool from his point of view, and he's gone that he's gone down there, and he you know he's, he's gone into a good team, and he's done it. And that that's that's easy in some ways. It's, it's obviously not easy for someone like us, but for for a professional footballer to slot in and just be part of a team is is easy. Uh when it comes to when you're playing in a relegation-threatened team and you need someone to step up and drag the team through those difficult times, Wijnaldum didn't do it.
2: Is there a case, and we, we we always say you can never look back, but is there a if, if just a tad of frustration that if Rafa Benitez managed to keep Newcastle up, uh, he probably would have built the side around Wernaldem and, and goodness knows where we could be right now instead of again surviving relegation within with, with, with just a month to go to the end of the season.
5: I mean, potentially it's all ifs and buts, but you know, as I say, away from home, Wernaldem was particularly poor for Newcastle, couldn't score. Um, he got one goal a friendly mid-season friendly away from home in Spain but you know in the Premier League when it counted he went missing and when when he knew scouts were watching on that last game against Tottenham he scored uh, and he put in a good performance and he found his form again and I just found that a little bit uh, disheartening and he, I asked him after that game you know to his face, are you staying? And he he knew he was going, and he 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 couldn't give a straight answer because he was you know he didn't know he didn't know that Liverpool move was round the corner. And if you remember, he was actually on board in pre season for Newcastle, and the fans were chanting the one and stay at Doncaster. Uh, and you know he didn't end up he didn't end up staying. He got on the bus and got the move to Liverpool sorted pretty quickly. And yeah, he's gone, but for me that's he's just another player that was at Newcastle but we didn't see the the very best of him uh, all the time obviously he had his fantastic game against Norwich when he got the four goals that was at his very best um, but in the second half of the season when we needed that again it wasn't there and we'll certainly could add him to a long list of players um,
2: so on to Saturday onto the team that we imagine will play Rondon got a very frustrated figure against Brighton he looked a little bit lost without Iosi prayers, and on next to him, Atu didn't take his chance. And I got a bit, of, a bit of stick for this, but I thought when he's come off the bench of late, he's looked like a player who can change a game. He's got the speed. Okay, the final product hasn't always been there, but he looked like someone who could influence the game. Against Brighton, a side you would imagine that he could grasp his opportunity. He didn't really do it. And it was very disappointing to see do you think he'll get another chance on uh, Saturday? Uh,
5: I think he's he's in danger. His place is... It's not guaranteed, let's put it that way. Uh, he played on the wing at Brighton and he didn't get one crossing in the whole game. And that, for me, if I was a winger and I came off the pitch and I hadn't managed to get one crossing, I'd be really disappointed with my performance. I know he got back and he worked hard and he... Got a couple of blocks in, and you know he had a half chance in the first half, but to not get a cross crossing, you could see why Rondon was frustrated by the end of it. And if he if Atsu wasn't in the starting lineup this weekend, then I wouldn't be surprised. Is this Muto's
2: chance then to to sit hey hey I am still here, and I, I want to play for this side.
5: Yeah, well, he came off the bench with with uh, ten minutes to go, and I know ten minutes isn't a long time to really impose yourself on a game but in that 10 minutes I was was, nothing really he got booked and apart from that he didn't do much else Um, so yeah I I didn't see anything there that said he has to start the next game Um, he obviously Rafa picks the team on what happens in training so I'm sure if he's done well in training this week there'll be opportunities for him but uh, we'll have to wait and see or certainly any other
2: changes than you see because obviously Liverpool are a very good side full of um, very very good players but Newcastle haven't really got many options so are you imagining that it'll be pretty much the same lineup that started against Brighton?
5: It'll be there or thereabouts uh, I think obviously Pere has got the knock so hopefully he comes through uh, but we'll, you know you look at the options they are limited now you know people like Longstaff are out Almiron's out uh, the this is starting to look like a team that needs pre needs the close season now. Look like they're in need of a rest, a few injuries. So you just want them to go out on a big high against Liverpool and hopefully then get the get the three points. Do you see that happening? I personally think it's going to be a draw, which is of no good to of no use to Liverpool at all. Uh, I mean, it could be if Man City could lose the last two games but I, I can't see that happening I think it would be a draw a uh, score draw I think Newcastle have got, got in them to to get something and Liverpool might you know scrape something out of it you look at the the game against Liverpool at Anfield when you felt things were like really turning that day did Manchester City get beat that day as well and it went wrong the ground that they were losing and yeah, it's imp- it's hard to believe that even with ninety four to ninety seven points that Liverpool may not win the title. That is extraordinary. They might never get a better chance to win it as well. So, I'm sure Raphael have some kind of plan to uh, to to prevent them from from progressing. But uh, you know, Newcastle got to look after themselves in this game. You go back to nineteen ninety six when Newcastle needed a few favours off teams and that they didn't get them uh, That the other teams showed the, their loyalty to, to making it a competitive Premier League and Newcastle have now got to do the same so maybe maybe there might be a 4-3 on the cards who knows could be a last minute winner for Newcastle we'll, we'll, we'll find out on Saturday well
2: sports uh, sports writer Sean McCormick has uh, put a bet on that being the score Um, £10 I believe he said he would win £2,500 back which tells you what the odds are Um, yeah and just before (laughs) we we sign off then just before I'm going to ask Lee to speak briefly about uh, the PSG links to Rafa Benitez he wrote that story just after the Southampton game and recently the last week or so a few of the Nationals have begun uh, getting around the same story so I will ask you about that in just a moment but just the encouragement to sign uh, the Rafa Must petition which the Chronicle Live have, have launched um, kind of a sign of strength of how much backing Rafa Benitez has amongst the fans I think it's got towards 7,000 uh, signatures now so you can find that on our website also like and subscribe to this podcast through whichever platform uh, you do listen to we do appreciate that and the reviews as well Lee will Rafa Benitez head over to power test your then this summer
5: well as as long as you hasn't signed his Newcastle contract at PSG could come in and and, you know get his services Uh, I heard a couple of weeks ago that with uh, Thomas Tuchel was under a bit of pressure at PSG and he'd fallen out with some big names in the dressing room
2: even before even before he loses the cup game as well the final
5: before that so things were already rocking a little bit at PSG and Rafa Benitez would fit the bill for PSG because of his his global kind of brand Uh, they could offer him you know the money to spend he would get Champions League football and all the thing, all the trimmings that come with it so as long as the contract goes unsigned Newcastle leave themselves in danger of a big club coming in to get to get Rafa Bonitas because he's Great managers aren't easy to find and Rafa Benitez is a great manager so if you you know leave the door ajar for another club then you know invariably they come in and get him. I
2: suppose this might sound like a daft question to anyone outside of Newcastle
5: but it's a good job that our origins are Newcastle
2: fans so hopefully not. But say Benitez has two options on the table. One is Newcastle United, three-year contract guarantee that he gets 50-60 million to spend and he has the final save if he wants to go out and spend 40 million on one player, and that's it he's allowed to do so and then the option is Paris man, the world's richest to spend go out and try and win the Champions League which he said he would like to try and do again what happens?
5: If if it was right right here right now in this room and you had that three year contract on the table at Newcastle I think he would he would take it if it was all to his liking uh, as, it, as it stands that's not on the table so it, it's it's a hypothetical question but I've tried my best to give a hypothetical answer least well, you are given the positive one that Newcastle United <laughs> fans will be hoping for thank you very much for
2: joining us if you head over to Chronicle Live keep to date with all the latest Newcastle United news including Rafa Benitez's press conference tomorrow which is Friday and of course all the match day coverage on Saturday thank you very much